Hello, welcome to Sport Analysis Network Niger Football Review Show. I'm your Hanko Abdelhamid Abdelkarim. You can also call me Football Jurist. Yes, coming up on this episode, we shall be taking a look back at the games that went down. In March the 19th of Nigerian Professional Football League over the weekend, we shall also be talking about the Flamingo stomping of the, of the Congo. While on a sad note, we shall be mourning the death of Sunshine Quiz goalkeeper Elizabeth Johnson, who died during the weekend. Hamid Abdukarim is my name. You can also call me football jurist. Yes, I shall be walking alone on the show. Yes, go ahead and unusual one. Fasten your seatbelt and join me on this wonderful ride. All right, let's start from the game that's went on on Saturday. It was an eight, yes, it was an eight goal thriller between Enugu Rangers and Lobby Stars. It ended five goals to three in favor of Enugu Rangers. Wobodo, Martins, and Hagu on the score sheet for the Flying Antelopes. That victory ensured that the Flying Antelope, Antelope will finish the first half of the season as the third best team in the league. And that loss indicated, and, and, and the, yes, the consequence of that loss for Lobby Stars is that they continue their Woeful start to the season. We should not forget that Lobby Stars start, start Lobby Stars sit 19th on the log with just 10 points. We just beat 19 points and they are winless in their last six games. No wonder they are second from the bottom. Yes, good victory for a uh, Nugu Rangers. Yes, they are eight points off the top. Well, as far as I'm concerned, well, anything can anything can happen. But to say they, that they stand a chance of winning the league or even finishing in the capture in the capture position is a tall order as it stands, considering the impeccable form of Rivers United and Aquara. I'm sorry, Rivers United and Plateau United who sit ahead of them. All right, Plateau United continue their impressive start to the season. They defeated Sunshine Stars by two goals to nil in in Plateau. Yes, good from Rabiu and Kato in some of the first minutes. Ensure that Fidelis Lutuku sides cemented their position after 19 of games as the second best team in the league with 41 points. 19 games played, 13 wins, two draws and uh, four losses. If Netex 30 goals and they've considered 10 goals. All right, let's move. Reverse United. Home Quakwa United by four goals to one. They defeated the defending champions. To, I mean, they, they beat the Aqua, they beat the defending champions to stoop up by four goals to one. And in that encounter, history was made as Chijioke Akuneto. Yes, Chijioke Akuneto became the first player 
Yes, Tiju Akuneto became the first player to bag and hat trick in the Nigerian Professional Football League since the 21st of March 2021, when Steven Jude of Aqua United bagged a hat trick against Adama United. Guys, you know, I told you I was going to work alone on the show, but Mr. Hamza, Hamza Halasa, has stung his surprise. Hamza, it's good to have you join me on the show. How have you been? Thank you very much, Abdul Hamid. It's my pleasure being. Yeah, it's my pleasure to have you on the show. <laughs> the baby, yes, the kids are still disturbing Hamza. Yes, Hamza will join us to take a look back at the games that went down. Yes, in March 19 of the Nigerian Professional Football League. Yes, before he joins us, let me read. Let me read the results. Yes, Raymond Stars also showed Quara United who the boss is. We bring our robot defeating Abdullah Bifo's men by three goals to me by three goals to nil. That victory ensured that Raymond Stars usurped Quara United as the first best placed team in the league. Also, we saw Wiki Tourist. It was an unproductive affair in Bauchi between Wiki Tourist and the Invite ended in a nini draw between both sides. And the events after that encounter was an unpleasant one. Yes, as posted by Imba midfielder Cyril Olisema, who confirmed that the Habas side were attacked in Bauchi after their goalless encounter against Wiki Tourist. And that's also been confirmed by veteran MPFL journalist. Adekoju Oluwatobi Samuel. I mean, I thought we are, I mean, I thought this, um, we are beginning to see and hand to fans violence in the Nigerian Professional Football League. Alas, I was wrong. I mean, what could have happened if Iba had won? But let me bring in Hamza. Hamza, can you hear me now? Although, I can hear you if you can also hear me. Let me let's start from the, uh, the one that happened, the unfortunate incident that happened in Bauchi. Yes, it ended, yes, like I said, it was an unproductive affair between uh, Wicked Orist and Eimba. It ended in a draw between both sides. But reports have it that Eimba got attacked in Bauchi by Wicked by I mean, by Wicked Orist fans. I mean, that's very, that's an unpalatable news. And that's a, a very bad news, a bad way to end the first half of the season. If only Abdul Hamid, if only these fans know what waits for them when they perpetrate this violence, then they would have stopped perpetrating violence. And they protested in court that their team did not do very well against Aimba Football Club of Abba. That's why they took the laws into their hands to molest the visiting players from Abba. Yes, it was a barren draw. So they were spoiling for war because they felt they would have bagged maximum points. But you know what? This fans hmm. Yeah, are you still there? Another city. Take for instance the NPFL and the LMC banishes Ricky Torres from Bochi to say Ilorin now or to Abuja, then it means number two, two things or three things. They will no longer be able to see their team playing in their home ground. They'll be denied um, that um, viewership. Number two, 
then they will not have that maximum home support, which means they are playing in a neutral ground. So that home advantage will no longer be there. So they are likely not to win matches again at home, which again plunges them down further the league table. If they only know that those are the negatives that would come, then they will stop. And again, it's revenue loss for their side, for um, the wiki tourist team, because their, their, their fans will no longer be trooping to the stadium to watch matches. So that will be revenue loss. If all of these fans that perpetrate this violence, that do those unwholesome things, know the adverse effects of doing this, perhaps they would have stopped. It's pathetic. I saw the post by Cyril Olisema. Cyril Olisema has been around in the MPFL for some time now. He has paid his dues to a very large extent. It is very, very regrettable that such a thing could be happen to a player who, to a very large extent, has played has paid his dues in the NPFL. To the match proper, I always knew that Ayimba want to put everything they have in their arsenal to get something away from this match. Nothing would have stopped them from getting the whole three points, but at least at all, at all, Nahim bad pass. But Wiki Tories would be licking their wounds now, thinking that they would have bagged the three points, but that is what it is. I had earlier on predicted that it's going to be a, a, a draw, and it came to pass, Abdul Hamid. All right, Ayimba, you part of yourself. Yes, and we, and we also saw wins for Rivers United and Patu United. Rivers United, I mean, beat Aqua United, black and blue, four goals by four goals to one. Patu United also defeated or went away. Yes, as they are alternatively, uh, alternatively called, I mean, social stars by two goals to nil. I mean, what a way to end the season for these two brilliant sides. Going uh, 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 into this um, round of matches today, it was almost clear as the rising of the sun that um, Rivers United will get, the best, best, uh, get the best of Aqua United Football Club of Uyo. It was a scandalous one uh, lost by Aqua United. This is not Aqua United we need to know. This team has to go back to the drawing board. And kudos must go to former MFM player Chichoki Akuneto that backed a brace. Why highest goal scorer who... We have other players catching up with him now on the highest goal scorer um, table. Um, the hack also getting a goal. It was a hard trick for him, like you pointed out in the introductory remark of this um, program. Um, Chicho Kiakuneto is doing very well. He's doing exceptionally well. Um, Stanley Guma will be very happy. He will be proud. He will be elated that he has a player like that in his starting lineup. And week in, week out, is continuously turning out the goods. And his goals and that of Rafi is a hack has helped Rivers United to maintain their position on the summit of the NPFL table. But for Aqua United, Gene Fala, um, Etopoy Akpan and the rest, it's so pathetic, it's so, 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 so bad that this team has fallen so bad that they would concede four goals in one match, concede three goals in the preceding match, concede three goals in a week before. This is not Aqua United. Ah, uh, yes. But yeah, this, this is not according. I'm sorry, Abdul Hamid. Okay. As for the match between Plateau United and the Owena Wales, one thing I have noticed about Plateau United this season, they score a lot of goals from throw-ins. They score a lot of goals from throw-ins. And one, I expect um, coaches in the NPFL to begin to look for pragmatic, way, pragmatic ways of tackling that problem. If it's not Daniel Long through Itodo, yes, I call him Daniel Long through Itodo because he's well known for those long throws. Then he's the other Plateau United player. I can't really recollect his name now, throwing the balls. And you have players like Dulkilfi um, and the rest, um, Nero Silas and, and um, Andrew Kefe 
pouncing on the balls to score goals for Plateau United. I'm calling on coaches in the MPFL if they want to deal with Plateau United, if they want to caution Plateau United to a very large extent, then should, they should begin to think of how to stop Plateau United from scoring from those long throws, Abdul Hamid. Me and I know listen to Amzal. He's not coming from the deep, from the deepest part of his heart. It's a lie. <laughs> All right. I mean, what a dramatic encounter we saw between... I know uh, people... uh, it's okay. Uh, you know, interestingly, Abdul Hamid, they will continuously score. <laughs> I mean, what is dramatic? Uh, uh, a dramatic result we saw between the Rangers and Nobi Stars five goes to three. I mean, that must that uh, that definitely must be the highest point in the Qatar this season, Hamza. Uh, Hamza. Yes, not just this season, but one of the highest scoring encounters in previous. Um, NPFL season. Eight goals, thriller it was. Lobby Stars, you must give them some kudos. For a very long time, Lobby Stars has not been able to score up to three goals in one single match, but they were able to do it. But one thing I would fail to mention is Lobby Stars always find a way of um, coming back at um, Rangers International. In some occasions, or one occasions in recent time, they had defeated them in the cathedral. So Lobby Stars of um, Makodi is a kind of banana skin for Rangers International. Eight goals in one match. And Abdul Mekaba would be asking himself, would be kicking himself, that what went wrong that um, Rangers considered three goals in just 45 minutes. That is not the stuff of champions. Yes, I remember one I'm um, saying by the then um, Brazilian coach in the USA 94 World Cup, where he said, no, France 98 World Cup, where he said, it doesn't matter how many goals you score us. What matters most is the number of goals you score. Yes, that played out itself yesterday in um, Alka where um, Rangers International scored five goals against three goals. But it is not good because they say attack is the best form of defense. But again, if you look at it, at times, your strikers might just be on break. The goals will not come. So if you say you are banking on scoring goals and conceding, it's not just a good one. But yes, it is good. It's good advertisement for the NPFL. Eight matches in 90 minutes is good. It's a good one. And Lobby Stars must go back to the drawing board to find a solution to their dwindling fortunes in the NPFL. Abdul Hamid. All right. We also saw Ramon Stars. Ramon Stars, Ramon Stars battered Para United by three goals to nil. I mean, Ramon Stars definitely removed the Warriors from the, the Warriors in Akonja Warriors. Hamza. Defeats Para United by a slim margin. I never saw it coming that Ramon Stars would defeat um, the Akonja Warriors, the Harmony Boys by three goals to nothing. Yes, at some point in the beginning of the second half, or sometimes in the second half, Alawo Dabanish missed a penalty after one of his teammates was hacked in the 18-yard uh, box by a Remon Stars defenders. But they were not able to score the goal. And at that point, they were, leading by, they were losing by two goals to nothing before um, Rivers um, Remon Stars scored the third goal and put the icing on the cake. Again, you remember I said it the other time, that Remo Stars to have placed fifth position in the MPFL table after March the 18th is some kind of achievement for this team. Underrate them at your own peril, Abdul Hamid. They did very well, and kudos must go to them. All right, underrate um, Remo Stars. can but give kudos again. Yes, you may proceed. You were saying something. Okay. some credits for how far he has taken this team. Nobody ever gave them. And again, one thing I will mention lastly, Abdul Hamid, we did not see them with any big name signing 
prior to the commencement of the NPFL 2021 and 2021-2022 seasons we are currently in. So give them kudos. They are doing this marvelous job with some modest um, players, Abdulham. Hmm, yes, yes. In the late kickoff on Sunday, we saw shooting starts off in battle on defeat Nasarawa United by just one goal to nothing. I mean, good one for Julio Warriors, Hamza. Yes, good one for the Oluyole Warriors. Last week, we felt that, okay, because Governor Sheimakin Day was in the stadium, the one they called GSM, their number one supporter, was in the stadium. That was why they were able to get that achievement. But he wasn't in the stadium today. So it seems um, um, the last season and the last week um, incident, ugly incident, where they sacked over how many players in one fell swoop when the LMC called them to order. It seems those players and other players had sat up and um, Coach Edith Agoye, that is the coach, of Tracy Football Club of Ibadan is really doing a good job, and we see the Uluyawari Warriors um, getting results now, week in, week out. And this has further pushed them to a respectful position on the NPFL table. So, with this, since it is halfway into the season, I begin to say, I will begin to say now, perhaps maybe Three SC Football Club of Ibadan might just be retaining their NPFL status for another season. 19 matches to go, but it's beginning to look promising. Once they don't let the draw, uh, the ball drop, then it's going to happen for the Olu Yole Warriors. Congratulations, Abdul Hamid. I know you as a three SC, <laughs> though you don't make mention of it all the time, but you are. I know that very well, Abdul Hamid. Yes, of course. Thanks very much, Amza. Yes, in other results, the Kada FC got the better of Niger Tornadoes by two goals to one. It was a friendly affair between Atland and MFM towards ended in a nil-nil draw. Yes, it was also. There was nothing to separate between Apia Warriors and Katsina and Katsina United. It ended in a 200 between both sides. While Kano Pillars also ended the first half of the season with the victory over their northern uh, neighbor, Mumbai United, by three goals to one. Really Abdul please permit me to say something about um, Godwin Obaje Abdul Hamid. Godwin Obaje, unlike his um, contemporaries that will be highest goal scorer in the NPFL, the next season they fizzle out. It happened to Antonio Okwetu. It happened to um, this guy that played for um, Apa United. It happened with um, Stephen Ode where he left the country. But Godwin Obaje, since he became the highest goal scorer in the NPFL some season back with um, um, Wiki Torres, he has moved to other clubs, FC Fanyu, Plateau United. Now he has betted at Abia Warriors. He had to some extent continuously scored goals. We must give him credit. He has been around and he has been a little bit consistent. He scored one of the goals in the match between Abia Warriors and Kassin United that ended 2-2, like you mentioned, Abdul Hamid. Kudos to um, Godwin Obaje. He's doing very well. The lanky player. We love him. We appreciate him for doing mm. All right. This, this, I mean, uh, Godwin Obaje deserves, deserves an applause. Yes, so all right, this is how the table looks like at the moment. Rivers United, up and in the center of the game, sits first on the log for two points. Plato United are marking them closely, but one point up and in the center of the games. And the Granger sits in further yes, position in those spots with 34 points, eight points of the top spots. Why Remo Stars complete the top four, 32 points after 19 out of games. Amza, let's talk about our darling Flamingos who battered Deha Congo by five goals to nil. I mean, you should not forget that in the first leg encounter, 
between uh, the Flamingos and uh, Dihau Congo. Yes, in, in Dihau Congo, it ended in a 3 0 victory in favor of the Nigerian girls. I mean, that was a very sounding one. That's a very sounding victory for the, for the ladies. And now they will be battling Egypt in the third round of the qualifiers in April. What a result, what a weekend for these ladies. What a weekend for these ladies. 3-0 in the first leg, 5-0 in the reverse fixture in Benin. 8-0 Mali in aggregate over two legs. Yeah, I, I mean, yes, we must give kudos. Yes, I can hear you. Like I said, I said goals by Okmayemi, two goals, a brace by Okmayemi Ajakaye, and a lone strike, um, one goal apiece, or one goal each for Tumimino, additional Anastasia Atume, and Taiwo Afolabi helped the Nigerian under-17 girls to a 5 nil rounding of the DR Congo ladies in the second round of the African qualifying series for this year under-17 World Cup. Like you pointed out, the next match will be against the Egyptian ladies, and that will be the last round of qualifiers. We hope that they are going to replicate this form in that last round of match over two legs, and so that they will take a bet in, in India. Yes, the competition will be hosted by India. We give a huge and a resounding round of applause to these promising young ladies from Nigeria. You know, Izzy Abdul Hamid. Yeah, take this. Yes, of, we, have also, we have also confirmed the report. We've also confirmed the report that we felt in the Leicester City midfielder, we felt indeed we missed the double, uh, the double legged side between Super Eagles of Nigeria and the Blasters of Ghana. He has now been replaced by certain Bonke, uh, Bonke, uh, but yes, Bonke Innocent, who plays for FC Lorraine in the League Horn or the Uber East League. Um, I'm sorry, this guy has only played seven games so far. I mean, it just—it appears to me that we just this guy just making up the numbers. Well, uh, Abdullah Hamid, uh, like uh, we stated in our last recording, it is a very bad situation that Wilfred Ndidi will not be playing. For me, I would have thought maybe a player who is a little bit known is taken, like um, somebody like Ogeni Onazi. Though Ogeni Onazi has been out of the Nigerian Super Eagles national team for some time now. But when you look at it, um, this player is 26 years old. You get he plays in the uh, in the French League, huh? which means he's playing top flight football at the moment. He formerly played for FF, Magno um, FF in the Swedish League. So let's give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't think he will start in this match. Augustin Aguavon is keeping who would man that position that Ndidi, Wilfred Ndidi is missing from very close to his chest. I don't think this player will start, but it's okay. He's giving a national team call up. Like I always say, invitations like this will nothing but create competition. Once this player has the opportunity of playing for Nigeria and he does very well, maybe in the future, then Wilfred Ndidi will sit a bit more up so he will know there's competition. He will know that, yes, he will have to fight for a shirt. 
ultimately, what that means is there will be competition in the Super Eagles, and it's all better for the Super Eagles. But again, lastly, I don't see this player futuring in this match, at least not this very first match that will be coming up in the Babayara Stadium in Kumasi. Any other player might want to replace him. Who knows, Abdul Hamid? Let's move. Abdul. The, uh, the sad story that came from Korea over the weekend it's been a where it was announced that Sunshine Queen's goalkeeper Elizabeth Johnson gave up the ghost. Uh, in fact, according to, he said he see, uh, according to the report, the deceased trained with her teammate before complaining of a feverish condition. She gave up the ghost at the hospital where she was taken to for treatment. I mean, this is an unfortunate one for Nigerian football. Yeah, oh no. yeah, Mr. Uh, yeah, Mr. Anyone on that? Yeah, Abdul Hamid, what can I say? Um, uh, life as it is, um, it's not. It doesn't just happen in football alone, and it happens in other climbs where a player will be hale and hearty this minute, and this minute, the next minute, or a human being now, not just in football alone, will be hale and hearty, and the next minute, the person slumps and die. Um, over time, uh, medical practitioners have not really, to me, given a very comprehensive reason why these things happen. But it's pathetic, and my our huge condolence to the management and team of um, Sunshine Queens Football Club of Akure, and the Ondo State government in general over the sad demise of goalkeeper Elizabeth Johnson. Our condolences, Abdul Hamid. Yes, our condolences to the management of Sunshine Queens and the fans. We, we never see such unfortunate incident again. <laughs> All right, this is where we shall be. Amen, Abdul Hamid. This is where we shall be drawing the curtains on this podcast. Do not forget that. The next episode of this podcast drops next week, Saturday, where we shall be doing an elaborate review of what has transpired in the Nigerian Professional Football League after 19, after 19 years of games. And we shall also be taking a look at that important tie between the, the uh, Black Stars of Ghana and the uh, Super Eagles of Nigeria. I mean, the first leg of that encounter comes up on the 25th. I mean, that's that on Friday. So that means we shall be doing a review of the first leg. Hopefully, the Super Eagles of Nigeria can do us proud in Ghana and ensure that Ghana must not go to Qatar. Do have a wonderful week ahead. Au revoir. Can you feel it? Can you feel it?